Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of My Teen Angst Has a Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Jamie. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us this week. We're here again. We're we're getting through this show. We are talking about Radio Free Roscoe. Um, and we were just talking about briefly before the show, like, this is episode 14. This is kind of crazy. We have spent a decent amount of time at this point talking about the one and only Radio Free Roscoe. Um, if you're a first-time listener to this show... Uh, we do just that. We talk about Radio Free Roscoe, but also we will eventually be talking about other, um, you know, teen dramas, nostalgic shows from our early years, ones that we feel like maybe it's worth revisiting, or maybe we will find out it was not worth revisiting. <laughs> so we'll get there eventually. But the first one that we've decided to look at is RFR Radio Free Roscoe. And we're, we're getting there. We're on season four of the show right now. And we take uh, every episode as an opportunity to talk about three episodes from the show. But anyway, that's that's the intro. Jamie, how's things going? Uh, things have been busy. Had a lot going on lately. Had a little, a little delay in, in podcasting for a number of reasons, but it's cool. We're, we're here. We're doing it. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know how to describe it better than this, but it is just that time of year. It's things are yeah. just busy. Uh, we, you know, stuff's going on, but the, not a big deal. We're still here. We are. Um, we're in this for the long haul. <laughs> oh God, we're so we've done so well. How could we? How could we not be? You know. I'm yeah, honestly, and I'm pretty surprised that. Uh, well, I think it's a testament to this show that I haven't got RFR. That is that I haven't got sick of talking about it. So. Totally. It's a, it's a, it's a I good thing. I think I'll miss talking about it when it's done. I think I will too. Uh, especially, um, I don't want to like jinx us or anything like that, but it kind of depends on like what we do next. Cause we'll see, True. How, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But anyhow, we picked a good, we picked a good first show. We really, we really did. Cover. I agree. Um, I guess that being said, I usually end this at, say this at the end of the show, but if you do have suggestions of what you would like us to cover in the future, please send it our way. Um, because we've been taking note of those and we'll, I don't know, ideally cover them all eventually. <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. So yeah, please feel free. And, um, anyways, Jamie, should we get into these episodes, these next three episodes? Yeah, I was super excited for this. The first one, honestly, okay. when I saw it was in this next little batch of episodes. Oh, I just remember it being such a good one. I, I, I did too. And I was definitely excited as well. So I, I guess let's jump right into it. So this is episode four from season four it's called raw raw revenge raw raw revenge of course debuted and premiered march 18th 2005 so the synopsis of the episode goes like this after the roscoe cheerleaders insult lily and parker they team up with travis to write a scathing song so <laughs> this is the this is like in my mind, a very quintessential No Man's Land episode. Like when Oof. I think of No Man's Land, this definitely comes to mind. 100% me too. And uh, I think the synopsis needs to give more love to Megan because, uh, you know, yeah, the wow. do insult Megan too. Megan doesn't really get her time to shine as often, in my opinion. She's there. But the episode opens up with <laughs> No Man's Land, the famous band themselves talking about how they're not regular ninth graders they are rock goddesses <laughs> and how they want to i don't know i guess be perceived more as like rockers because they they're sick of school and they just love rocking out i don't know <laughs> the usual you know the usual totally that's the relatable feeling there which i mean <laughs> to their credit i mean they're fairly um 
prolific at this point. I mean, they're doing it, which is great. Uh, and in the moment of them kind of celebrating their success or their dreams and whatever you want to call it, Audrey returns with her gang, her evil gang, I guess. If you folks don't remember Audrey, Audrey was a seminal, I would say, like, supporting character from seasons one and two. Yeah. Where she was Lily's best friend at one point, dated Travis, and then eventually did not date Travis because (laughs) Lily kissed her best friend's boyfriend and her also other best friend. It was very confusing and honestly not worth going over. No, not at all. Uh. But yeah, Audrey, I I honestly kind of forgot that she was one of the cheerleaders. Like I remember, but I earlier in the show, I was like, oh, I don't think we see Audrey ever again now. But right. here she is. Well, you know? yeah, it, it's it was definitely blurry for me at the very beginning of us talking about Radio Free Roscoe. And I think we've definitely mentioned this on the show before. We just weren't totally sure of like Audrey's M.O. Like, yeah as a whole in terms of how she is on the show. Uh, But now I think I have a greater sense of that, obviously, because the last time we had seen Audrey, her and Lily weren't on the best of terms at all. Right. Uh, (laughs) And it stayed that way because when Audrey does make her entrance with the cheerleading squad or whatever, she like literally just calls Lily a loser. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like the classic, like just, just like mouths the word loser as she walks by. And I'm like, Wow! Wow! Is this Lizzie McGuire? Fuck! See, she always reminds <laughs> me. Who's the li- who's the girl from Lizzie McGuire? Like her Kate. Kate. She kind of reminds yeah. me of Kate. Is, is that it's messed the, up? It's the same like kind of archetype situation, I guess. Yeah. Used to be best friends, and now they're enemies. Yeah, that's the same popular, shit. One is popular, one isn't. Yeah. More or less, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, like I don't know, just calling someone a loser straight up to me is like it's that's just always harsh. Like it's almost like comically harsh. Like yeah. it's like and like Lily's reaction to it is just like it's like a slow motion, like oh, what? Like it's just like you can tell she's like offended, but also me? like loser moi. Which I don't know how much you want to get into this. Like I just feel like throughout the whole episode, Audrey has this idea that like her and Parker and Megan are these big time losers or like mm-hmm. outcasts, but that's like yeah. not really the case. No, I not mean, at all. I don't really know too much about Megan. So like that could be more so up for her, but I feel like Lily and Parker, are like they're friends <laughs> with a bunch of people in school. They're constantly in the hallways doing something. They're in you know, like people popul- know the band. Yeah. People know and, and like the band. So it's, it's kind of a weird thing. I guess it's just well, that, like, they're into, like, alternative music. So, of course. Yeah. They are just, like, kind of the, yeah, they're the, the opposite of the popular cheerleaders, which yeah. also is super funny. Like, at this point, we're, like, you know, into, like, season four, where I'm, if we're going to try to figure out the RFR timeline, we're probably in, like, kind of, you know, springtime. You know, the school year's almost done, and the cheerleaders just appeared. Yeah, I don't. Like, Audrey was not a cheerleader at the beginning of the year. Nope, not at all. And I also don't really nope. know how, like, high school sports work, clearly. Yeah. But, uh, how like, I don't know when the, when the seasons end and start. Like By this point in the year, I don't think there's any seasons starting except, like, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm going to embarrass myself if I try to. But wasn't, I remember it was always at the beginning of the year. Like, there would always be, like, the first football <laughs> right. game or the first, you know. Yeah, like, football is kind of, like, the in the fall and then, like, in winter time, it'd be, like, basketball. Right, that makes sense. At least you know? in our Canadian uh zones i don't really yes know. once there's snow on the ground there is uh you you move to the indoor sports if you can i was always more of a basketball person actually more or less yeah but just me me too 
Right. I'm a tall bitch. What can I say? <laughs> well, I can't deny it. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's that episode gets opened up in a pretty dramatic way with that. The other, on the other hand, though, the B plot, I guess, which is a pretty strong B plot actually, is River Pierce is now like full Kim Carlisle. Yeah, he's the main DJ of Cougar Radio. Yes, Kim, for those who may not remember, is now in Paris, living out like a internship or. She's going to school there or something like that. Exchange of some kind. Exchange. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Uh, So he is the new Kim Carlisle. He's kind of the voice and face of uh, Cougar Radio. And he's just as much of an asshole as ever, really. Like, he's just... (laughs) Chachi as all hell. (laughs) I don't know. I guess, like, I I know we have episodes to go. And so my opinion on him may change a little bit. I don't know. But I've always remembered him just, like, being Chachi, but not, like this chachi at this point he's just a piece of shit like he has no qualities so kind of weird uh he eventually cuts off a collar uh when someone's (gasps) coming in to like criticize i guess his point of view on what was it like indie music or something yeah yeah now the big thing about this though is that question mark or robbie is like really upset that he cuts off a collar uh we would never do that RFR. at RFR. And this starts uh. the episode long like vendetta of Robbie just like having it like an obsessive amount of anger towards River Pierce, which to some extent is like it's warranted. Um, but in other ways, he's just he's just I don't know. He's gone on a power trip, a very weird power trip. Yeah. Kim's gone and he's just, or sorry, Robbie. Sorry. Are we talking about Robbie having the power trip? Yeah. Robbie's having the power trip in terms yeah, of like. No, Kim, Kim is gone and he just like has all this aggression towards Cougar Radio, but like now it's towards River. Yeah. It, it's, it's weird. I think he's missing yeah. Kim too, clearly. And like, whatever. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, so that sets the stage for that part of the episode. Meanwhile, we do have Audrey kind of making actual conversation with all of no man's land and she says that she actually stepped into no man's land <laughs> okay, it's, it's kind of funny honestly it is a little funny. i like remember that part like from watching it before. but also doesn't make any sense because like travis is there so it's kind of like i don't know <laughs> this is not really that. i don't know if she considers him a man at this point oh damn i didn't think of it that way ouch yeah okay so an interesting uh interesting take while they're there, the, or while Audrey and her gang is there, they are handing out flyers to join the cheerleading squad. Which <laughs> you're right, probably doesn't make any sense in terms of when this is happening, but whatever. Right. And again, it's one of those, like, Audrey's, like, head cheerleader, but she's also, like, a ninth grader, too. Like, Of course. It's a, well, I used to say, it's cool. It's a, fu- it's a good storyline. I like the episode. We're not going to question yeah. it any more than we need to. It literally doesn't matter at this point. Uh, <laughs> she said that she had to invite Lily to join the elite again. Again. Because she was a because Lily was apparently a part of the elite at one point, but I don't know if that was ever true exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Like that brief moment in uh, when Lily and and Audrey like became friends again, but then Lily ditched her for Parker, making the best possible choice. Oh right, I forgot. I think that. that was it, where she like had yeah, the opportunity yeah. to be one of the elite, but jeez, I see that was just kind of even boring at that point. You're totally right. And yeah, for the record, last time we saw Audrey, she was a total fucking dick to like some just random people and Parker included. Yeah. Anyway, so it sucks now. So after getting just like I don't know open roasted by the cheerleading squad megan drummer for no man's land decides that or suggests that they should write a scathing satirical song about cheerleaders and then lily says they need to live by their own rules and they think this is a good idea 
So mm -hmm. that really sets the stage for both of what's going to happen in this episode from both A and B plots. The yeah. the song that they want to make <laughs> is something that apparently Lily writes like that night, which is which is fine. It's just funny because like every other time Lily writes a song, it takes her like a week. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, she like, like struggles pretty hard. She writes. She says something like, oh, "I've never wrote a song about revenge before," <laughs> which I don't know if that's true either. <laughs> but nonetheless, I guess like. You belong to someone else. It was not technically a revenge song, so No, I, I guess I guess not. She says that she has spirit through and through. And the song that she sings, like absolutely remember that. Definitely an yeah. earworm. I get the feeling that Lily throughout this episode, like, probably always wanted to be a cheerleader though. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like she was the one that like I don't know. I just never know what to really think of Lily Randall. <laughs> like she's, I know she's been the number one question mark for me this entire like show. Not even question. I know mark. it's it's hard to like it's hard to it's hard to know what her like actually what she's like trying to do or like what she actually wants because it changes so much. It really does. I don't know. And like, there's nothing wrong with being a cheerleader, but it's like, then that's kind of the whole thing with this episode too, right? Like, yeah, this whole like <laughs> cheerleaders are bad punks are better and then eventually they're like just equally. think pink think pink it's it is kind of a recycled um <laughs> concept in a way almost yeah Fuck, what was her name jennifer smiles jennifer uh jennifer peoples jennifer peoples fuck yeah she's for the people the people's people the people's people people's. that was a great episode shout out jennifer uh <laughs> so uh i don't know i wanted to ask you though did you have cheerleaders in your high school no no. In my Catholic high school, absolutely not. No, we didn't either. We're all cheerleaders there, Kyle. Come on. Yeah, we're all cheering for the We Lord. all must support the yeah. sport teams uh, or you will get bad marks. Um, I did, however, uh, me and good friend, friend of the podcast, Maggie, uh, there was like a community, that, like they would do like community class type things when I was like a kid. Do you remember those? Like... Oh yeah, like you would. Um, you know, you could you could take like random little like you you'd go to the local the gym in your neighborhood and you could take like sports or whatever no i know what you're talking uh, about when maggie and i were in grade five grade five maybe we went to a cheerleading camp just because really we were, we were literally 11 and we went to this little cheerleading camp for the cool. uh i believe it was like the the university here the U of S husky cheerleaders they like uh, kind of workshop kind of camp for you yeah guys. kind of and like we went it was like for i don't know it was for like six weeks or something and we like six weeks learned little ah something like that i feel like it was for like damn you guys are a season that's pretty cool, actually. But I don't know. It was super weird. Like we were so young, we were so little, and like, but they had like the like the they'd have like the cheerleaders, like the real ones, like, like doing like throwing us up in the air and everything. And right. And then I just remember learning like a little dance at the end, or I guess we learned it the whole way through. And Maggie and I, we were able to we were able to do that dance because you do a lot with your arms. There's a lot of like punching and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. We did that. Did you have pom? -poms? We knew that. Uh, we didn't have pom poms. Oh, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I think I still remember like literally portions of this dance. We used it at camp a lot. We were just like we'd be like pretend like we made it up, but we so didn't. So wait, so. you recycled a uh, routine. I'm gonna call it a routine. Yes. A routine from a fifth grade cheerleading yeah. camp. Well, that's sick. Yep. So, anyways, it was super fun. I thought it was. I thought it was a great time. But like. In high school, by the time I was in high school, I was just like a big old emo. So I, if yeah. it was even an opportunity, I wouldn't have. It wasn't cool. 
Well, I feel like kind of in the same sense. I feel like maybe deep down I would have been like, yeah, that'd be like kind of cool. But it like never would have happened, you know? Right. I guess, yeah, I don't, I remember my neighboring high school. I was actually attached to my high school. They had a cheerleading squad. Yeah. And I remember one time. I kind of remember that. At one time our like, I think both basketball teams played a game against each other and their cheerleaders played and like performed or whatever in our gym. Yeah. And like a lot of the student body was like, whoa, cheerleaders, like this is yeah. weird kind of, or like it, it kind of felt risque to be honest. Like it really wasn't. I mean, yeah. but anyway, I guess the yeah, Catholic high school. No, no cheer different. squad. No, no spirit squad. Yeah. Nothing like no. that. We had, we had the hitmen instead. Pardon? <laughs> please, <laughs> par- please elaborate. <laughs> so we had this thing called, oh my God. Um, <laughs> Are you familiar with Stomp? Oh yeah, uh-huh, like the movie? The movie or like or like um I guess it's like a type I of performance. I guess it's like a, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're basically just hitting random shit with sticks more or less. And we we the had Hitman, a, I get we, it. We had a Stomp-esque We had a Stomp-esque uh, group called Hitmen. Which actually I thought was pretty sick because I love Stomp in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And then when we had the Hitman in like grade nine, I think it was, I was like, well, this is like kind of a cool idea. Fortunately, it did not last long. Yeah. So that's basically the, that was, that's basically the most uh, cheerleading that was going on. So I don't know. Right, I think, okay. I think more or less my knowledge of cheerleaders was like, bring it on. And I don't know, uh, Degrassi more or less. Yeah, I, uh, it like later an in life thing to me, to be honest. I feel yeah, like- I was just going to say it felt more American, but I was, I was just going to say we did, we did work at camp with someone who went on to be a CFL cheerleader. That is very true. No, cheerleading is yeah. a real sport. Oh, also there's a sick documentary on Netflix. What's it called? Cheer. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, it's called Cheer. I haven't watched it. That's a really good, the whole cheerleading community is interesting to me. I think the way it's, uh, depicted in shows like this though, is a bit more negative. Anyways. Anyways, cheerleading is so okay. Lily, Lily, and uh, the crew, Lily and the gang. They're not, not the into gang, cheerleading from, for the band. <laughs> they are not interested in cheerleading. Uh, but Lily writes this song, super funny, and they're like, "Wow, wouldn't it be funny if we went to this cheerleading tryout since we were invited, uh, and if we, you know, filmed some sick shots for a music video? That'd be fun." And it, it just so happens that Mickey is throwing a video cabaret next right? <laughs> next week, so that's perfect. I guess. That kind of stemmed it, I guess. They were like, we need to do something. We've had our shows. We've like played shows. We need to do something else. And I think Travis was like, what about a music video? So yeah, yeah I guess it all kind of connects, but it's like all convenient timing. It's you know? very convenient, but it, it does make sense. Absolutely. So they go to the audition and at the audition, they're kind of, I don't know. I guess they're goofing around. They're, they're not, they're yeah. sort of making fun of it. Not really. They're just like not into it. It really did remind me of myself in gym class in high school. So I, I could see that. That I definitely think uh, that yeah, I'm just trying to make it more fun for myself, you know? No, I understand. <laughs> and I don't know. And the cheerleaders, they're not like, I think Parker was pretty upset, but or not Parker. Sorry. Audrey was sort of upset, but like the other girl, it's named Jessica. Was that her name? Jordan. Jordan. Sorry. Yeah. She wasn't. She seemed to be sort of indifferent, and she ends up being a, kind mm-hmm. of a sweetheart, actually. Um, but yeah, so they get they get footage because uh, Travis is just there. Honestly, now I think about it, it's like kind of creepy, just like filming like the cheerleading like tryouts. But whatever. Yeah, like like they really <laughs> gloss over that where he's like, "Yeah, I'm just filming the experience or whatever," and it's like, you see, do I you think I mean, and maybe this is horrible, but like I think 
Travis is a weird enough dude and has done weird enough things that it's kind of like, okay, sure. If Ray was doing this, I'd be like, you're a fucking creep, Ray. I guess that's true. Like, You know what I mean? Like, like it, Travis saying that he's doing it for, like, art, <laughs> art for art's sake. <laughs> if he was doing something like that, it's like, you're kind of like, okay. I could Kind of checks out. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Okay, fair mm. enough. No, I, I, I think you're right. Like, to be even fair, like, when I was watching it, it didn't even seem that weird. But now that we're talking about it, I'm like, well, that is a little... That's a little uncomfortable but anyhow so the chilling squad doesn't really think much of it but they they basically want to make a hit piece sort of like they have this song that is anti-cheerleading and they're going to make a video that goes along with it sorry we didn't we didn't clarify here the lyrics in the song are uh i've got spirit in everything i do i've got spirit through and through i've got spirit in every part just not in my heart wow huge Lily. What a dig. What have you been through, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. Anyways, it's hilarious, so. Yeah, it is actually kind of hilarious, and it's absolutely just on the same pile of Shady Lang Lily songs that are still in my head, like, 15 years later, which, yeah. I guess, shout out Shady Lang. Uh, meanwhile, though, like we were mentioning, Travis is sort of just on this uh, chaotic spree of uh, <laughs> wanting to just, like ruin river pierce's name like he's it's super weird it's like like he's been very fixated on the river pierce stuff for a while now but it's almost like 10 times worse now that he doesn't have kim to like balance it it even became a bit more personal too because i felt like at first it was just kind of related to kim like he missed kim and blah 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 And I think that is definitely a part of it. But then eventually he literally just hates the guy and just wants to like, yeah. take him down, which, yeah, okay, River Pierce sucks. But I mean, you know, you get, there, there's a line, <laughs> you know, there's a line to like doing what you're doing there, Robbie. Yeah, and, calm down. And he, he's really, he's really at cross in it to the point where like Ray is the one trying to talk sense into him, just being like, man, like you, you got to stop this. Like, it's not really, yeah, it's not a good look. Yeah. Uh, eventually the gang actually like leaves one of the <laughs> like, one of their uh, recordings like early to the part where they just stopped the show early one day because all Robbie wants to talk about is River Pierce and how much he sucks. He eventually makes, I, a, like, a, he makes a top 10 list of why River Pierce sucks. He is the true watch mojo. Whew. I, uh, it's funny because they do this a few times in this episode and the next couple episodes. Like on air, they like, they'll, they'll talk and then they'll like be, start playing some music, but then they will like then turn the music off 30 seconds later to keep talking and i'm just like you didn't the people listening are like oh sick i love this song oh no oh, fuck you're talking <laughs> i was gonna I was, I was gonna record that on my cell phone or whatever <laughs> that's oh my god shit i was gonna use that as a ringtone they ruined it did you know there's some like i don't know if this is a thing anymore but there was a radio station in calgary that i think only was they were playing songs for like 30 seconds interesting like just I don't like, like, like the chorus that. or something i don't yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I agree. Anyhow, I don't support that. I don't know if that's if that's stuck, but if I want to hear thirty seconds of a song, I'll listen to the iTunes, the iTunes previews. <laughs> Actually, it might have been a minute and a half. Sorry, I think it was a minute and a half, but still. Hmm, okay. Then again, songs nowadays are shorter, but I digress. Um, yeah. So Robbie eventually, I guess we'll finish up the B plot here because it's basically yeah, just it's, him, it's, it's minor. It's it, it, and it carries over. Yeah, it carries over. It's just him stewing about River being a jerk for so long. And Lily, Ray, and Travis are all just like, man, like, get over it. Like, yeah. leave it alone. Uh, this all yeah. culminates with Robbie eventually cutting off a listener who's calling in to say, like, hey, like, 
is this RFR or is this just question mark? And when, and once he realizes that he cut off a listener, which he once said we would never do, he apologizes for his actions on air and more or less all is well. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's, it's a minor B plot, but we get a little bit more of the River Pier stuff, uh, a little bit more of the, I mean, it's the ongoing Cougar Radio and RFR rivalry. It's just kind of like up a notch now because of Kim being gone. Which is like wild. You think that it would have been pretty heavy already, which it was. But yeah, now it's like Robbie's just making it really personal. He definitely is. So. And I, I don't know. It just feels kind of different without it like being related to Kim. I feel like Kim was just yeah. a, such a personality for our, for yeah. Cougar Radio. Like even before yeah. her and Robbie kind of had a thing, just that rivalry just felt more authentic. Well, and they kind of like RFR started because they were trying to go, they were trying to give something different that wasn't like Cougar Radio. So now that Kim, the original like thing they were going against is gone, it's just like, like I don't know. It just, it feels different. And yeah. and like River and River is like, you don't want to root for him either. Like Kim, you at least like know there's like more involved there. True. And River, she- you're just like, man, fuck this guy. No, because like, you, you knew from the get-go more or less that Kim Carlisle was a good person. That was always the thing. Yeah. River, not so much. Well, well misguided. So that kind of clears up that eventually. Uh, we What we do have, though, for the rest of the episode is <laughs> the <laughs> the ongoing, uh, I guess, cheerleader fiasco. Uh, after their tryouts, though, one of the members, Jordan, one of the actual like, Wait, cheerleading members. So, so after the tryouts, Audrey comes and is like, yeah, you guys made the team. Oh, he right. Yeah, yeah. They tell it. They made you, made, you made the team. And they're right. like, oh. And they're like, yeah, you know, you, uh, you know, you, you have this, you have the spirit. You may not have the talent yet, but you have the spirit, which is like, sus as F, but. Very sus. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so then whatever they, all right. They're like, yeah, so come, um, come to the game tomorrow night. You won't do any, like, you won't be performing with us, but at least, like, you get to come, like, get a feel of what it's like or whatever. Yeah, they'll put, it up, put them on the bench or something like that just yeah. to watch. Yeah. So, you know, then they're like, well, I mean, Fair I feel kind of, kind of bad, but also, like, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. They just kind of, they're not super sure about it. They're like, maybe we should, like, tell them that we never actually wanted to be on the squad. <laughs> I think... I think, like, Lily is definitely the only person who really is having conflict here. Like, it's pretty obvious that, like, Parker and Megan are kind of like, fuck it. Like, (laughs) they still suck. I don't know. But you're right. Like, and Lily has enough reason to think that, too. Like, she's sort of thinking, like, okay, well, like, I know Audrey has been a good person. So, like, maybe this isn't that big of a deal. Maybe I should just let it go. Yeah. Eventually, though. But also, we still have to finish our music video, though. (laughs) Right. I don't even, yeah. Yeah, God, there is kind of quite a bit that actually happens because Jordan eventually comes over to give them a handbook on how to be cheerleaders. Like a cheerleading Pretty handbook. much, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like a, to help them out, which I always get a good laugh at because everyone always fucking shows up at Lily's house. Yeah, all the time. And they just get let down into her basement. And I'm like, why does everyone know where Lily lives? It's Literally, been, everyone. so does. many people, everyone just shows up and it's like, weird. It's been more I mean, of a thing lately too. Where yeah. like um, and it stays a thing. A, yeah, we before it'd be like in a room, but now it's mm-hmm. now she has this basement jam space apparently. Oh, super cool. Very yeah. Cool. So Jordan comes and then they're like, oh man, like <sighs> Jordan's such a like she's so nice. Like, are we doing the right thing? And it's like they kind of keep, you know, wondering if they should uh, come out with the truth, but they still don't in that moment. <laughs> yeah. 
they they ponder it they think about it they're like okay is this like a good idea and then eventually lily's like oh no of course i'm into it like let's do it i'm a rebel um i don't know yeah like even then though to be fair i do kind of side with lily a bit just because like parker and megan are being a little ruthless like a little bit it's kind of showing that like okay maybe they're just as bad but yeah obviously maybe not to that extent but yeah anyhow so the yeah, it like continues on. They they're back at the school. They're doing they're they're working out a routine or whatever. And Jordan is helping them because she's a sweetheart. Yes, and she's like, "Yeah, oh, you guys are so cool. Like, I'm glad we're friends." And it's just like, "Oh, like this this girl so sweet." And then she's like, "I can't I can't do this, guys. It's a setup." And they're like, "Oh, what? what? Oh my god!" And uh, so she's like, yeah, like, don't come to the game tonight because Audrey is, it's a setup. She's going to call you out and have you guys perform a routine at halftime, which you obviously don't have prepared. It's a setup. Just don't come. Yeah. Called. Like, what? We I, never could have seen this coming. No, no. It's so, it's super obvious. Oh, and I guess early in the episode, uh, Audrey, like, talks to Lily at Mickey's and, like, hugs her and is like, oh, like, let's be oh, friend yeah. again. Let's be friends. Like, don't worry about it. Like, let's just get yeah. over it. She even says something weird to Travis. Like, oh, hey, hope you check out that cool meteor show. Next oh, yeah. Week. I kind of made a note that I like, I, I will never understand the Audrey character. Like, like Audrey runs into Travis as he like leaves Mickey's after just talking to Lily. And she's like, hey, uh, don't forget about that meteor show. So it's like, they're trying to, I mean, at least they're like, they're trying to draw back to the fact that like she was not always this bitch. Yeah, that's true. You know, like it's like I don't know, which is like I guess kind of nice, but he's but he reacts exactly the same way we did, where he's like, Oh <laughs> yeah, okay, like Who are definitely. You? <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just weird. So whatever. So yeah. they try like like they really like Audrey put in the work essentially to they try did to their best look yeah. like a better person. So So they filmed the rest <laughs> of this video, they have permission to film in the gym and they decide, you know what, we're gonna take Audrey yeah. down. Fuck it, we're yeah. going for it. Uh, the exact quote, um, <clears throat> if it's a war the cheerleaders want, then bring it on. Yes, correct. <laughs> correct. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, the one thing about this, so basically they shoot this video and it gets premiered, I think like the next day or something, I assume, at Mickey's Video Cabaret, which I think is hilarious. So there's some six dude Classic. films being shown. Um, somehow overnight, Travis made a professionally shot music video of No Man's Land. But my number one question, which I know like no one fucking cares, but like, how did they, when did, where did they record the music? Did they record at the RFR studio? Because then the other two people would know all about RFR. I think they just record in like, like in Lily's basement. But no, but Travis said they were going to record it. Travis always records everything in, you know. True. I no, don't know. Good question. I'm just saying. Bit of a bit of a plot hole a there. Plot hole bugged me the whole time, but I'm gonna get over it. All right, uh, Parker and Megan, we're gonna blindfold you. You don't get to know where our secret where our secret recording studio is. It's definitely not a radio station. It's just a recording studio. I'd take it. I think it works. I don't know. <laughs> um. So they show the video, and it is just kind of like. Travis is like, let me pull. Let me pull up GarageBand real quick on my laptop. <laughs> Yeah, Travis breaks out, breaks out some radio radio music. So they show this video at Mickey's, and it's actually a pretty sick video. I definitely remember this video oh, from vividly remember it. Yes, from childhood. This they are they're in their cheerleader little uniforms. They got their hair in pigtails. Yeah, if and it they were, are. If it was like two years routines. older, they'd have American Apparel headbands on, but they don't, and that's okay. It's true. It was- I also kind of realized that they um, 
it reminded me of the video for Avril Lavigne's video for the best damn thing. Oh yeah. Because I think she's a cheerleader in that one, but this would have come out before then. Well, we've talked on the show before. So, there has been this sort of ongoing uh, Lily Randall Avril Lavigne kind of yeah rivalry. Mm-hmm. So I would say so. Honestly, yeah, that, that is interesting. I, to me, this was always a little bit iconic. Like I feel like I have seen things afterwards that look similar to this. So I feel like this crept into some circles. Honestly, I really feel like it could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after the video is shown though at Mickey's. Audrey is like pissed off, I guess, because they I suppose they just they 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 didn't show up and foiled yeah, the plan. They foiled the plan and they made this video that was just like you know whatever dissing them, but then she also kicks Jordan off the cheer squad. So aggressive, so like, aggressive, not necessary. The thing is, like, like Jordan didn't necessarily tell like this was the plan all along was to do this music video and shit on the cheerleaders. Like the Jordan thing could have never happened. How does she know? Yeah, it's um, we're they're assuming a, quite a lot here, and that's just kind yeah. of doesn't end well in her favor. And then it's like this weird, strange, like strange moment where Lily goes to apologize to Jordan because she's like, "God, I'm so sorry." And Jordan's kind of like rightfully being like, "You like we're just thinking about yourself. Like maybe like like why did I deserve this?" Which is fair, but it's not really Lily's fault totally either. Yeah. But then the episode just ends. <laughs> well yeah because she's like she's like oh jordan like this wasn't about you it was about them and she's like but i'm one of them like you're you're just as bad as they are yes exactly. and it's like ooh, and that's reflection. Like, which shit. which was definitely a lesson that needed to be taught i think but then yeah the video the episode just it just ends like there's yeah. it's very weird there was no really resolution on that which to me just adds to the large pile of lily randall maybe never learning a thing and she's just yeah. <laughs> always kind of being a little shitty yeah that's about right. Anyway. Um, Anyways, that's that episode. That's it was good. Episode. There's a couple tracks from this episode. There's a song called Ego Feed by Mongoose. And another song called Under a Lamp by Sherwood. Sherwood, of course, has been on the show a couple times already. So Yes. That's that. Let's get into the next one. Hell yeah, let's dive on in. So, we've got uh, Season 4, Episode 5. On a Wingman and a Prayer. Premiered April 1st, 2005. While Robbie fights Lily's debut on Cougar Radio with the ever-slippery River Pierce, raises Travis's worldly background to secure his flailing social status. Wow. I wouldn't really say social status. I like that they describe River Pierce as slippery. I would agree. He seems like a slippery kind of guy. <laughs> Pretty slippery guy. He's kind of like slimy, you know? He's slimy. Yeah, I, I think we've used slimy. Yeah. Slippery is it's just you don't different, hear it but, yeah, yes. so this episode opens up with Ray telling Travis that Grace's friend Nicole doesn't like him. Or he doesn't like her either, really. Yeah. Grace Grace has friends now, by the way. She's still there. Oh, yeah. Grace is still... Yeah, Grace. You guys remember Grace? She's there still. And that's Ray's girlfriend. That's Ray's girlfriend, if you don't remember. And yes, she has a friend named Nicole, who kind of looks just like her, but with different hair. <laughs> like. Yeah, okay, I'm glad you also noticed. <laughs> like very or different color hair like almost the same haircut actually so yeah they seem like they're the same person maybe uh although we kind of know more about nicole's personality than we do grace's to be completely honest yep we so. do well and it's just like a typical so like ray and nicole don't really get along because nicole thinks he's an idiot which like he kind of is kind of is yeah. but it's just like it's a classic like high school relationship looking thing where like 
Ray and Grace don't really have a lot in common. Yeah, no. They just, they don't. And, like, they, they, and, and Nicole is aware of that. And, but, like, Grace doesn't really, like, defend him. No. You know, like, he fucks stuff up and she's not, like, she's like, oh, whatever. No, like, that, that's not right. She's just like, Ray, that actually means this. And it's like, <sighs> okay. It's just, you know. Or it's like they're getting, like, she's also getting really hung up on, like, these little details, right? Where it's yeah. like, oh, you don't know this fashion designer? You don't know about this designer it's from like, this Oscar dress? Like, yeah, this 14-year-old boy probably doesn't. It's, it's not that Sorry. big of a deal. Just re- relax, please. <laughs> Anyhow, so. It's a, it's an it's an interesting, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a... a stupid plot honestly a little bit the biggest thing that it's really, a it's a setup plot honestly everything that happened that comes out of it more or less is just that fact that since ray can impress nicole no matter what really travis is there to back him up to like basically lie about the shit he's talking about yeah and convince grace that ray is kind of someone that he's just not like right like grace again just thinks ray is like, someone he is so healthy like it's no it does not make any sense but fair enough yeah. so it's kind of solidified here that travis like ray knows that he can use travis to help him like i don't know yeah. stay in the good books with grace basically um yeah Meanwhile, though, no, no man's line does a gig at Lily's dad's co-worker's retirement party. And they feel like after the, 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 I guess, lackluster success of that show, they feel like No Man's Land is going nowhere. Keep in mind, they are in grade nine. And yep. their band is playing shows like that. You know, whatever. Say what you want. I mean, they're aiming high and they only want success. Yeah. So fair enough. So they're upset about this. And while Lily is kind of, you know, in her feelings about this, she overhears River Pierce on his segment, River Deep, Roscoe High, where he's reviewing this indie band, which will be a term that's used throughout this episode. So many times. Uh, mixed Signals, which I band- it was a band I couldn't find anything about it. So I think this actually might have just been a made up band for the, for the show. Yeah. And... Lily decides to like storm in to like tell River like hey you got this band wrong like they're like not this they are this and as she's about to go and do this Robbie kind of like stops her and is like hey River like um or no hey hey Lily Lily. like you should know that River like is a fucking piece of shit I don't know how you don't know this so like just be careful like I don't know it's kind of weird that he's warning her like Lily can fight her own battles but it's I guess but also like they know how how passionate Robbie feels about this yeah, so I feel like that is almost part of the reason why she like doesn't really take his advice. She's like, oh, whatever, Robbie yeah. just hates this guy. So she does. Yeah. She does go to talk to River to give her a piece of give him a piece of her mind, and he's just like, he's just so Ugh. fucking weird. She gets distracted. Robbie specifically by his tells teeth. her that that people get blinded by the teeth, and she does, and, so, and she does. <laughs> he gives this big toothy grin, and she she kind of. She falters for a moment in her crusade, but then uh, then she kind of picks it back up and is like, you don't know anything about this band. You don't know anything about indie music. And he's like, yes, correct. You are right. Do you want to come on the show and talk about it? <laughs> like, just boom. And she's like, um, well, uh, uh, and then she, she agrees. Mm-hmm. She thinks it's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. This I can already see. Zone. Yeah, it is a danger zone. This is immediately was like, I don't know, man. That's not a good idea, Lily. I don't think uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea. 
It was no. one thing to have Ray talk about sports on Cougar Radio in season one. This was a little different. <laughs> it, it, it felt a little bit... Pe- like, eventually, Robbie finds out about this, and we'll get there a little bit, and he feels kind of bummed. He's kind of betrayed, feels betrayed, and I kind of yeah. don't blame him, to be honest. No, me neither. Like, I mean, whatever. Like, it's not that... It's not that he doesn't want, like, success for Lily. It's not like he's, like, trying to... He just to, like, doesn't want River Pierce to have anything to do with that success. <laughs> I guess that is a little bit, like, problematic. But I'm more so saying, like, the whole... They run this, like, pirate radio station for the sole reason that they want to talk about independent music on their own terms. Not mm-hmm. with, like, this, like, kind of corporate facade yeah. or whatever. And Lily is contributing to yeah. that corporate facade. So, like... Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't personally have any issue with that, but based on these characters, like that's kind of a, that's kind of a dagger in the back a little bit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know. I guess whatever. Blind, blinded by the teeth. Blinded by the teeth. Um, no man's land is apparently about to, uh, (laughs) play. They're going to play a frozen yogurt shop in the future. They're setting up another show in a bowling alley. Man, I wish that the frozen yogurt shop I worked at for many years, I wish we had live concerts. That would have been sick. <laughs> pretty, it's a pretty tiny spot. That would have been a good, hey. could have been a good show. Nice and sweaty. Dude, it, minus 30. There was no one in there anyways. They could have taken up the whole goddamn floor. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Although a show at a bowling alley would also be kind of sick. Did, there was, ah. Uh, Friend of the podcast, Jane Harder, where are you? I think a band played at the bowling oh, alley yes, here in Saskatoon. Yes, the White Stripes. The White Stripes played. Oh, yes. yeah. Of course. What the fuck? Um, fuck, what's the documentary called? I'm going to look it up. because it, it was is... so random. So the White Stripes, I think it was like 2005 or yeah. something. And, and I bring up Jane also because Jane was a, like, she bowled until, like, throughout high school even. Like, she she bowled as, right, a, as, her, a, as a sport. So she, yes. yeah, and, like, loves the White Stripes. And I believe she, like, wasn't there for this show. That's a bummer. That's a huge bummer. Yeah. So, yeah, this is from their <laughs> 2009 documentary, Under, Under Great White North Lights, Northern Lights, mm-hmm. uh, where they played kind of like secret shows to a bunch in a bunch of random locations in Canadian cities and in our city Saskatoon they played in a bowling alley which very cool very very cool so shout out White at Lakeview I'm not too Lakeview sure Bowl? I could be wrong I think it was I think it was Lakeview Bowl we'll have to get we'll have to get Jane's uh, Twitter response on Jane <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah so actually I just saw the idea of a bowling alley show would be cool but you're totally right there was one that I also missed out on that would have been fun yeah <laughs> um so Lily does go on the show onto Cougar Radio to speak about indie music, and uh, like Robbie Rob- hears her. Yeah, Robbie overhears it, and he's like, he's immediately upset, which I think is pretty fair. And he goes to talk yeah. to her about it, and he kind of just like rolls into her house, like kind of like you were talking about, rolls into her basement, <laughs> and just kind of like says like a one liner, like, "Well, you better be careful. Those are everybody's last words." And then he leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just- <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, when it comes to, like, the gang, I like to think they all live near each other. Like, Ray and Robbie and Lily all live, like, down the street from each other. So, like, less weird. I guess that's true. (laughs) But I I don't know. Just, like, I don't know. Just, like, childhood, you know, cute little. I just feel like still even just going to someone's house to tell them one thing and then leaving is a little weird. Especially if it's kind of, like, aggressive like that. (laughs) But anyways, Um, Robbie has emotions. Yeah, really. One time Kyle showed up at my friend's house just to wake us up. You you and Colin showed up to Maggie's while we were having a sleepover just to wake us up and be like, bye. And then I think you went out to camp for the week and we weren't there that week. 
Oh, no, you went out to uh, someone's cabin that we weren't invited to. So you came to wake us up to be like, bye, we're going to this cabin without you. And then you left. And it was like 8 a.m. And we were like, why'd they do that? Um, So anyways, it does happen. It was just a prank, bro. Just a prank. Wow, it's just a prank. So. (laughs) It's called the joke. Friendship, you know? (laughs) You ever heard of it? Friendship. Um, Uh, Yeah, so I mean, and like Robbie's in the right here. You know, like Lily, I I get it. I get it. But like, I think his concern, at least, like this isn't the same as him just being like, yo, River's a dick. This is him being like, why like you why are you doing this you know like you're you're you think you're helping yourself you're helping the band but like are you yeah are you like mm. he he just kind of knows that like river is a slippery guy and he you know he he might not have the best intentions always so he's kind of just trying to like warn her to like just like hey like be careful around this guy you know because he does in fact suck which i think yeah which is a very nice thing for a friend to do that's that's great um even before she's actually on or right before she goes on air river is just like full on creep yeah she's very nervous to be on air because it's like it's different she's used to being anonymous on air exactly so she's like this is lily randall and she's a you know it's it's a lot for her and then river's advice to help her is hey uh, why don't you just smile (laughs) that was (laughs) this is disgusting fucking kill me kill yourself river that's d- how dare you <laughs> how dare you <laughs> lily lily says something like oh, that's such a river thing to say but then she like does it she does it it's not really lily's fault exactly but um it's the river's just being manipulative and gross and i mean i guess it was like okay in lily's point of view but it was just hard to watch this is not really cool 2005 was a different time yeah definitely was <laughs> this is evidence Fuck. of that that's true yeah. so yeah and i mean if anything that's just a testament to like what kind of guy river is right like that's yeah pretty obvious who like, who he <laughs> is in his day-to-day um this does get a little bit more heated though when river comes to lily's house unannounced like mm-hmm. which is just so awkward i felt really oh my god lily. yeah like lily's chilling in her basement and like it's one thing for robbie to appear because like i feel like she's used to that and like robbie has seen her in all stages of life so far so it's like not a big deal she's straight chilling pouring cheesies down her throat which like we've all been there you know of course she just looks like a bit of a disaster and like you know what she's hanging I get out it. she's it's she's, she's in chilling. her home relaxing <laughs> literally and just a mess and river appears and she's like oh god and has to like brush the cheesies off her face like, and like take her pills. hair down from her bun real quick has to like hide her slippers like absolutely not that is just oh i mean like fair when i think it like i'm very pro lounge where i like hanging out in my comfy clothes i'm currently sitting here in a onesie but like you know like if i'm having guests <laughs> If I know I'm having guests, no, I. Uh, that's not how you want to be seen, especially by this, well, shotchy motherfucker. Oh, and he's also like, like, you know, the hot guy in school. Like, it's yeah. it's just it's awkward for her, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. And it, but it also like puts her in a very vulnerable situation where she's just yeah. like, oh, I want to get this guy out of my house, or like, I feel like less than him right now, so like I need to do whatever the hell he says. Yeah. Well, maybe not exactly that, but. It, there is a dynamic of that at play, I think. And so, yeah, River's just like, he's just so s- fucking slimy about it. Like, he, 
he's like oh yeah so like can you tell me about this band like you know everything about this like you're the pro and she's like okay yeah this band they're part of the 80s revival <laughs> blah 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 <laughs> and he's like well you know so much like would you want to open up for him and she's like there's no way that would ever happen he's like well apparently my dad knows the manager of the band for some reason of course he does this is her this is his dad who was also buddies with kim's dad or something yeah apparently river's dad uh, is just the mayor or something i don't know so whatever <laughs> um he's actually the king of the city he's like the king of he's the king of roscoe he is mr roscoe well that's his he yeah honestly checks out um <laughs> so she agrees to it on the terms that she'll also write a jingle for cougar radio Kay. which if it wasn't one okay. thing to go on the station itself, to write a jingle for it is, is a little extreme. Okay. So, yeah, this is his this is his uh, trade-off. And she's convinces herself that, you know, it's for the band. It's for the band. Yes, I got to do this for the band. So she does it. And, like, he's like, the song's already written. The lyrics are there. You just have to, like, do it. Where did she record um, it? I don't know. Again, another no question. No clue. But we'll leave it there. Like... They didn't even have iPod touches at that point to record on. So um, the next day at school, uh, they play this little jingle on air or like like River plays it and Robbie hears it and is like, son of a bitch. My issue with this is that Lily's voice does not change it's and that easily could have been a Shady Lane jingle. Yeah, I don't even they know. They all sound the same. I don't even know, Morris. This is season what? Season four, episode six, uh, episode five. Yeah. Like at this point, if these students don't know that these these cats are on RFR, like, yeah, they're pretty they're pretty uh, out of touch. But you're right. right. This, it was like very noticeable. Yeah. Yeah, so. and so Lily's kind of like, okay, like I wrote this jingle. What's going on with this band? What was the the band was called the what were they called? I, forget. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Who knows? So oh, the skull something oh god i can't the sugar skulls something like that i don't know mm, okay sure anyway uh and there and so river says you know what like tried to try to make it happen but it didn't work out like i'm sorry i guess i didn't have the clout i thought i did yeah he uses the word clout in 2005 which, which is, i didn't i don't know i was like i don't think i actually heard the re- i didn't think i had heard the word clout until at least 2019 i heard the word maybe clout. 2018 i actually remember that oh god this is so there was this website in 2012 called clout and it was like ah. based on like all of your like social media presence. That's how much oh, clout God. you would have. And so, a, I mean, I don't even know if it exists anymore. Kyle, how was a, uh, how was your clout? It was not good. It was terrible. <laughs> but it was a weird thing. I remember my like my. But Kyle, you had so me. many hits on your Nexopia page. How could this be? I sadly don't think <laughs> I could link my Nexopia to clout. That was the Fair thing. Enough. I think it only worked with like Twitter and Facebook or something. I don't really know. Oh God, my cloud would be negative. Exactly. Um, <laughs> remember my teacher telling me about it and being like, I just thought like cloud was a website. I didn't realize cloud was a term <laughs> until like maybe two yeah. years ago. Um, okay. It just kind of reminded me of beautifulpeople.com, but that's a story for mm. another time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Best yeah, dating site of all time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so River does not come through, and, and Lily's pissed because she's like, I wrote this jingle, and, like, you didn't, like, hold up your end of the deal, and River's like, well, technically I said I would just, like, try, and say I didn't say it would happen. I would try. Which I guess it's is fair, awesome. but I don't know. Mm. It, it, it's, it's, it's not really fair. It's just more of, like, this is when Lily realizes, oh, She'd shit, been duped. Robbie was right. Like, he tried, he convinced me 
on something that I agreed to that I really shouldn't have because it wasn't a deal at all. Because, like, how are you supposed to know that this he would even make that happen? But I guess yeah, she wanted a big break. And yep. there is a little bit twist of fate, though. There's a twist of fate because Robbie goes to talk to River and River's like, well, I actually did get a hold of them, but this is what their manager sent back. And the manager apparently had nothing but bad words to say about No Man's Land. <laughs> yeah. So, yikes. So River was trying to be so he's kind, like, I was but... protecting her. And Ra-, Ra was like, okay, fine, I guess. But also, fuck you, man. And off he goes. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I just want to. It's one of the, it's like a it's a classic like, it's it's a classic like weird character thing with River, right? Where it's like they just keep showing us that he's a fucking snake, yeah. but then also being like, oh, but he actually like he might actually be like kind of good. Like they do this every yeah. single time with it's him. True. I still feel though that like the moments where they make him seem good, it's just not enough to care. It's so minor. Yeah. But you're right that they, they are there, um, and. I just I need I just need to see Robbie and and River throw down. I want to see Robbie. Oh my god, I want to see them fight so bad. <laughs> I, need, I want that to happen. Um so later that day, uh we're get we'll get to the B plot eventually. Later that yeah, day, yeah. uh minor. Later that day they're at a, another showcase of course at Mickey's and you know, Lily and Robbie are kind of like decompressing like oh shit, like what do we do now? And Robbie's like, "You know what? Like DIY. Do it yourself." Yeah. Just kind of huge advice though from Robbie honestly it's kind of sick and then Robbie tells her just to go and talk to this band like this you know shoot your shot which is true and Lily goes to whatever band's playing and gives them her the No Man's Land CD that I guess is recorded I don't know and she realizes that maybe she doesn't need some jerk like River Pierce to uh, you know make it happen not this time she can do it herself and yes not this time so that's what happens with that Meanwhile, I don't know. Do you have anything really to say about this Ray and Travis thing? There's only really one yes. one thing of note, I would say. I don't know. Yeah, my here we can I can blow through it real quick here. So as we stated earlier, Ray is just he's he's using Travis to try to get in better with uh, Grace and her friend, um, because Travis knows things and Ray does not. Uh, so Grace is like, hey, Nicole kind of has a crush on Travis, and Ray's like yo like travis has a crush on her too which he doesn't but he's like using this so then they set set them up on a blind date because she's like oh like is travis gonna ask her out and he's like no we should do a blind date so they go on a couple blind dates and like travis is obviously there to help ray but like he doesn't really get that to begin with like he doesn't realize that ray is using like i don't know like he yeah like he just he 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 doesn't realize that ray has like super ulterior motives maybe he just kind of got raised back yeah, more, more he's just less. trying to be a bro here because friendship, you know? Because the Ray and Travis friendship is... It is real. It is it's real. It's real. Um, and eventually he kind of, like, catches on and he's just like, Ray, like, you're using me. Like, I don't like this. I don't, like, you're... This isn't fair to me. This isn't fair to Nicole. I don't like her. And and, Tra- and Ray is like, but, like, man, you got to get back out there. Like, what, what, like, why not? Like, she's great or whatever. Meanwhile, they, they're planting seeds the whole episode that every time uh, Parker is around, Travis becomes a fucking idiot and he just can't speak and it's really dumb. Yeah. And it, it's just like all of a sudden kind of, well, not all of a sudden, they have kind of been like leading up to it, I guess. But like 
Like Parker is Not friends enough, with. It, it feels like no, it I feels agree. All yeah, yeah. The thing is, I feel like they've been planting it from Parker's side more than from Travis's side. I would agree. I would. Definitely you know, agree. so like suddenly Travis is like into Parker and like just a, a total idiot around her, which is like I get it. Like I get what they're doing, but it's just like I don't know. It just it's, it seems kind of random. Whatever. Parker is not like picking up what he's putting down most of the time because he just isn't coming about it the right way at all. So Ray right. picks up on this eventually and is like, oh, that's why he doesn't want to get with uh, this other one, Nicole. And, you know, Ray in the end tries to be a better friend about it and he he plans to meet up with Travis and, and does not make it a double date. He just invites Parker to come hang out and then... You know, the rest is history. Not really. They just like it kind of ends off on like well, Travis and Parker bonding, which like, is like great. Yeah. And at one point, Ray has this whole spiel to Travis about how he wishes he was more like him and more worldly and knew more things because sure, that's it. That's literally it. So we just we that, end that off on like a cute it. little like like Travis and Parker. Clearly, there's something happening they're here. Hitting but, it like, off, you know, they're yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's like, it's cute, but like, it just, it's like a funny way. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It was a funny lead up to it, I guess. Because Parker seems so uninterested when Travis is like trying to, trying to talk to her. But we know that's not the case. We do know that. Maybe she just, to be fair, in Parker's defense and also just out of personal experience, that was kind of my go-to my entire life. If, if anyone ever showed remote interest in me, it didn't happen often. But when it did, like my, my fight or flight response type thing was like act completely neutral and uninterested <laughs> well i mean that's a that's a way to go about it it, uh... it was just the default i don't know what to tell you maybe so maybe she's like 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 even if it was someone i liked it was like nope they're showing interest don't <laughs> let them know you also interested yeah well you know when you're young you don't i know wouldn't what's recommend going on. you don't know what's going on you're just kind of worried about everything yeah. Parker kind of yeah. has this easygoing persona that she that she exudes. I think eventually, you know, yeah. nobody's perfect, so she's probably just trying to make sense of that. It's pretty yeah. fair. And it does so kind it. of it, that is kind of reaffirmed eventually, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So very cute. Whatever. It's a it's a classic Ray's a jerk, Travis isn't. Ray saves the day kind of. Classic. Cuz it's, it's a classic move. It's a classic move. Um, songs from That's this it. episode, uh, the band, the premiums had a song called modern love and mm-hmm. there was another band called the nice device with a song called my little birdie. No, a couple, cu- couple interesting tracks. You can find that on the radio free Roscoe playlist as well on Spotify. So there's some, some nice. good, some good ones there. Um, the only thing I'll mention about that episode is I thought it was funny when Ray thought creme brulee was a place in France that was kind of funny. And how he mentioned in three years he wanted to go backpacking after he graduates. Of course. Which was something the, that... The dream. I When I was in grade nine, I, I didn't even know what... Like, three years felt like three decades, so wasn't thinking that far ahead. Very interesting. Very true, very true. Okay, our last episode of the day. Should we get into this one, Jamie? Let's go. This one's, uh... This one's an interesting one. Well, it's interesting. It's also like I remember this one quite clearly as well. So Interesting that you say that, actually. Okay. So this episode is called The All-Nighter. This is from season four. This is episode six. It premiered April 8th, 2005. And the synopsis goes a little like this. Parker and Travis camp out while waiting in line for True's tickets. Ray, Robbie, and Lily, meanwhile, discover stuff from old sleepovers. Or one particular, in one particular, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so I need to talk about from the get-go how this episode opens up, or I guess like maybe the B plot of the episode. Uh, <laughs> they all desperately want to wait in line for Trues tickets, which is just beyond me. Like, why in the world would you? I say- don't. I don't think any of them want to. <laughs> well, I guess none of them want to, but they all want to desperately go to the Trues concert. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Like, in 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 that case they have to wait overnight i guess so they can be there at mickey's at 6 a.m because back in 2005 apparently this is what you did i don't remember this from my youth honestly like i remember waiting outside for hours before the concert started absolutely and i guess that's still the thing i mean not right now obviously but um Yeah, waiting outside has... Yeah, there was no ticket master for them to go through, I guess. They had to physically wait outside of Mickey's. They had to sleep outside of Mickey's. Have you ever waited outside for something like that? Like, for anything? Um, I waited outside for the Juno red carpet in 2007. The red carpet? Really? Yeah, I was at the red carpet thing. I was like... Yeah, I just, we were, me and my sister and my dad, someone, we were, like, at, like, when they filmed the red carpet scenes, we were, like, the crowd. We got autographs from random people. I don't know, but I remember being outside for it, so I don't know if that counts. I don't remember, like, nothing, I can't, I can't think of any time I, like, was waiting, though, like, yeah, tickets or anything, nothing like that. Okay. I did go to a couple uh, Harry Potter midnight premieres. Yeah, waiting. Yeah. Harry Potter movies definitely something that I. Wait, did you actually wait outside for? No, I didn't. I never waited outside. Yeah, the outside down like so. Me neither. The only thing I could ever think of is I waited for the Wii launch. I was there the open, adorable the day the Wii came out. Oh, actually, wait, no, that's I guess that's half true. Like I remember, I had to wait outside the mall to eventually get inside to wait outside eb games again because Adorable. eb games is inside the mall obviously yeah. so yeah um huh. that's, yeah that's nothing the, I, I can't yeah, I, think, I mean like maybe but i just can't really like i think we were just after it like the era of yeah doing that for tickets specifically i do yeah. remember picking up tickets and actually i've done this somewhat recently like picking up tickets at like a ticket master location i guess yeah um but like never like waited to do that it's been kind of like oh you can print them or you can pick them up if i'm around right you know <laughs> um i yeah. think we were just like right after that era of like we would use like the internet obviously yeah or call or in, like you could or you could call in yeah exactly i was gonna say that i even from like as a as a kid and everything not that i ever was in charge of getting concert tickets for right. myself i was i was young enough right like my parents got the tickets or my sister was really big and and like in concert stuff so she I was just like, yes, I would like to go to that. And then someone would get me tickets. Yeah, I I have vague memories of my sisters, like, actually, like, waiting by the phone, like, calling over and over again to get in to call mm. to get tickets. Kind of kind of as if, like, first come, first serve, but on the phone. I, right, yeah, yeah. okay. I, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Anyways. I waited in an online queue to get tickets just this year, so. That, like, the same, same concept, I suppose. Anyway, I thought that was funny. I also just thought it was just sad that this was all for the trues because I just mm-hmm. don't understand. Like RFR to me was always so cool, but the trues are just like the least cool band. So yeah, Kyle, we we don't need to get into this. I, and you'll prove me wrong if I if someone shows me like the trues have some sort of like cool like 
street cred that I'm not aware of, or there's songs that are great that I don't haven't heard, please share them. But until I, 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 at this moment, I just don't understand. Anyways, <laughs> Travis and Parker are eventually the ones that are gifted. It's it's a setup. It's a hundred percent a setup. Yes, all of yes. the fr- all the guys are like they don't really want to do it. But then Parker does. She says she's an expert at it. She has stood in line overnight for many uh, tickets before. So at she's 14 like, years hey, old, she's done yep, it many all, times. Your, her parents are like, yeah, we'll drop you off. Good <laughs> luck. Night. Yeah, that's weird. Don't too. die. So yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then they're all like, cool, here's a deal. You get us tickets and we'll give you Travis is the deal. Do you think that's it, was, it? Do you think it was that deliberate? Because I couldn't really tell if they like actually. I 100% thought it was. I, oh, okay. Yeah. I 100% thought it was deliberate, yeah. Yeah, so Travis is, like, not really sure what to make of it, I guess. He's like, okay. He says like, it. He says it right after. He's like, why do I feel like I was just this, like, I was just <laughs> yeah, set off. That. I guess that's true. That was the only thing that made me think that. Otherwise, I wasn't really sure because Parker just has this confidence, I guess. It's like. True. Well, and they're all friends with her. Yeah, I love course, it. Yeah. I love that. I love that she is not an Audrey again where she is this, like, side, like, like arm to the group where like yeah. only Lily's friends with her and then like Travis had his like relationship with her I guess but like Parker's literally like she has had she's had that whole thing in the cleanup episode her and Robbie had bonding there totally, yeah. and then like her and Ray I guess don't really hang out but they clearly have like a give it like a back and yeah, forth so like friends. it's all good. I love it they don't it's have cute. real problems with any with each other in any way yeah no that is definitely a nice like part of I guess uh Parker's like yeah appearance within like the last two seasons is like how she has just been like a good supporting character um and her and travis sure why not i don't know so they're doing that they're gonna spend the whole night waiting outside mickey's to get true's tickets meanwhile the gang at rfr to like keep everyone in line entertained they're gonna do an all-nighter uh episode of radio Mm -hmm. free roscoe which is pretty cool so they're yeah they've decided to do that and to keep them entertained or kind of like I don't even know, like, the major plan of action (laughs) for their show is that they are going to open up a time capsule that Mm -hmm. they, I I guess it was six years ago, they said. Yeah. That they had this sleepover where they had a time capsule of memories from that sleepover and their friendship as a whole. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, honestly, time capsules, like, I remember doing them as a kid. Like, I think I specifically remember doing them at school more though like i didn't really make any with my friends no i never did i wish that'd be sick yeah i, I, I like and i don't remember like i think i we did a time capsule at my elementary school i can't remember what grade and like we dug it into the ground eventually <laughs> like it yeah was i feel buried. like i did that at my elementary school too and then almost somewhat recently it was dug up actually hmm. um, oh i think ours yeah. was like uh 50 years from now or like some like stupid number that i feel like will never I'll, nothing will ever I can't come remember why but i think they had to open it up because something was getting built there or something so like it was gonna get Classic. dug up <laughs> anyways or something i'm, I'm not totally sure but yeah anyways so like cute yeah. idea though definitely a like, cute idea um so okay well i i went on a huge <laughs> rabbit hole with this and i won't i will not spend too much time on it but basically one of the first things they pull out is that uh, it's a photo of them it's a, like a and you went down a rabbit hole of what camera they were using. Yes, exactly. Yep. <laughs> it was very good because, like, so if you watch the episode, you'll see that what happens, though, is, like, throughout this episode, we get a reenactment of them as children from three child actors. So cute. Which is very adorable. And the first thing they do is they all take, like, a selfie together, I guess. Or no, Lily takes a selfie. Or no, 
Robbie takes a photo of Ray and Lily together on a Polaroid camera, a Polaroid 600 camera, a very common camera from back then. But the print that they have, like the actual photograph, is an Instax wide uh, image. It's not from that camera, which is just whatever, continuity error, not a big deal. But it's just for the record here, for the listeners, Kyle's a real, he's a big camera guy. And is the only person who would have thought, like, when you told me that you were going down a rabbit hole, I hadn't, like, you sent me a picture of, like, of the picture. And I was like, man, what is he, what could he possibly be going down a rabbit hole about? But as soon as you said it here, I knew. Yeah. Because that is, that yeah. is the thing, that, that's the kind of thing only you would notice. It's kind of like in the Chameleonaire music video where he says PlayStation controller, but he's holding an Xbox controller. Um, I mean, that's a little more obvious. It's a little bit more obvious, but this one. Did you say Chameleonaire? Did you say Chameleonaire? Yeah, of course. Isn't it chameleonaire? I refuse to pronounce it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, but anyway, interesting though, because the Instax wide, although it did come out in 1999, you just didn't really see that. Like, it wasn't very popular until like eight years later. So just, yeah. and anyways, kind of blew my mind. Really got me going. I was like, wow. All right. The Instax line. It's a good line of cameras, guys. Anyway, that really got me so this episode is probably <laughs> in my top five because of that because it was hilarious for me uh, um mm-hmm. of course at the same sleepover there's like some funny like i guess <laughs> I don't memories know, lore memories too like ray brings a he brings a slinky and he calls it a sleepover gift a slift best of yeah. both worlds which is the origin of best of both worlds apparently for him sure kind of a fun nod to the the show as a whole in a way um and I do like the flashbacks kind of going back and forth. It's a bit weird, actually. Yeah, it's it's weird for the <laughs> show just because I've never really done anything like this. Yeah, it's probably like the goofiest thing the show has done in a while. So yeah, that's kind of the the tone that it sets, but it's fine. Uh, meanwhile, though, we do have Parker and Travis who are outside. Mickey's desperately trying to find like <laughs> something to talk about, I guess, which is a little bit weird because although I guess it's weird, but it makes sense. Like it's weird because they normally talk fine around each other unless Travis. Yeah, is like they're being... clearly friends up to this point anyways. Yeah, so, like, but now there's kind of like a threat of pressure, tension at least. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're it's different, which which is fair. Uh, and Travis is talking about, you know, they're talking about like dreams and like birthday wishes. And he says mm-hmm. like, you know what? Mine actually might come true. I've almost been in Roscoe over a year and I've always wished on my birthday that we'd stay in one city for over a year. Yeah. Uh, and Parker apparently, which is a little bit like, it's not really of Parker's character, but maybe it is. I don't know. Like, her, I just felt like this was so forward. It is a little forward. Yeah. She says that her birthday uh, dream or uh, wish wish that she always wanted was that she always wanted the perfect kiss again 14 14 I sure whatever fair enough I, guess. I mean it's a nice it's a good it's a good uh, dream or uh, wish to have and like it makes sense that it has not happened yet I guess is my yeah I see what you're saying there. it's but very um, it is it's forward very though diaries. <laughs> it is a bit princess diaries but I it agree with you it is forward it's it, mm-hmm. like but I guess you could, maybe you could say anything to him right now. You could say anything was your dream, and you're like, "I want that perfect kiss, Travis. That's my dream." And Travis, that's like, it. Travis would be like, "Oh, like, hmm, 
like the band like i don't understand like he's Ugh. so out of it he, sometimes he just kind of yeah he doesn't quite uh yeah doesn't quite yeah so also um they they're trying to like fill time right and parker suggests the sneeze game <laughs> where she just they guess how many sneezes <laughs> yeah, it'll take <laughs> how many sneezes it'll take before someone someone around them comments so it's literally she just starts sneezing and they guess how many she says it'll take five he says ten so she starts just like sneezing a bunch <laughs> and i was just like parker the sneeze game in this pandemic yeah we can't it's it sneezes are triggering at this point it wouldn't fly right right um, here and now however shout out parker that's hilarious that's hilarious a, my girl right there that's awesome um and it took five sneezes for someone to mention something she has clearly done this before uh mm-hmm. So they're yeah they're stuck out there. Should we maybe let's just focus on them and clear that up because it takes some time to sort of get going a little bit even within this episode. So like you said, they're playing the sneeze game and Parker kind of keeps like trying to find games they can play to keep them busy. Yeah. So she says Travis in true in true teenage boy form says let's just play twenty questions. <sighs> Gross. You also just like as a as a so teen. Well, as a as a teen, you kind of know where it's headed, no matter what. Yeah, you know. Uh, then again, guys are pretty. Sometimes guys can be pretty out of touch and don't know what's going on. So. Hey, uh, so like my first question, like, what's your favorite color? Oh, mine's blue. So, uh, how many people have you been with? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, second question. Um, look do up, you do you blue. like dogs? Yeah, I like dogs. So, what color is your bra? <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, I just thought that was kind of funny because I know that's not what it was, but like that's not what it was meant in the game because Travis genuinely is trying to wants to get to know Parker. Actually, can I tell you something <laughs> funny? I remember the yes. first time anyone ever said like, "Oh, do you want to play Twenty Questions?" I was actually very confused because up until that point, I thought Twenty Questions was like a handheld game, kind of. Like, I have that game, yeah. Like category or not categories? What's it called? You know what I'm talking about? Like a little electronic yeah, so device. Yeah. Yeah, and, it was literally a little circle, and it's called yeah. 20 questions. And I was like, well, how the fuck are we going to play that right now? Like, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> so Aww. Wholesome. Anyways. so Cute. That's cute. <laughs> I, I guess. Um, so what happens, though, is like through them trying to kill time, I guess, they it gets a bit more serious. Like, they're playing lie and lie. <laughs> so they keep yeah. saying, like, fake things that are, like, sort of, like, the opposite of what they really mean. Right. And go back and forth, and it's it actually and starts being kind of cute and kind of humorous. It's playful, yeah. But then Travis just Travis <laughs> goes and just fucks it up, and it's just the he really um he really just has to be the weirdest about it. Like he he says to Parker like as if he's lying about it, which he is. He says yeah. that Parker's not nearly as pretty as Lily. Ugh. And Parker's like. Thank you for bringing your like ex girlfriend essentially into this. And, he, and he's like, wait, well, a, wait, a, wait to make it weird. He's like, you don't understand like your own stupid game, because he, in his mind, he's thinking, oh well, like it's the opposite. Like you're prettier than Lily, but she's like, yeah. gross. Like who cares? Like why are you doing this? Right why now? would you? Why would you bring Lily into this at all? Like even if you're yeah. trying to compliment me, do it better. Very unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. What a dummy. Yeah, so that was that was actually kind of cringy. I'm not gonna lie. It was so cringy. Yeah. yeah. So poor, I, poor, poor both of them. Like I, I, I'm always rooting for Travis a little, but like it's hard to sometimes. It's tough. Well, like I'm rooting for them. Like I like yeah, the Parker Travis pair up, true. and I'm just like, why is this so hard? It's it's harder than it needs to be. You're you're absolutely yeah. right. Uh, so Travis needs to sort of like make it up 
to her or at least apologize, I guess. So they start playing yeah. truth or truth. Nice. Uh, and Parker like admits to Travis, like, like because she was so upset, she tries to like explain why. And she says, well, you know, like I'm actually like jealous of Lily. And I, I, she basically admits that she likes Travis to his face. Yeah. Again, very like Parker ain't fucking around yeah, here. She's getting right to the point, which, which is respect. And meanwhile, yeah. Travis is just lame and he can't even attempt to connect with her like at all. Like, He's yeah. just classic, like, oh, that's really Well, and nice he's like, yeah, you. just like it takes, you know, I just like it It takes me longer to get to know someone. Boring. And she's like, I didn't know there was like a like time restraint or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, which is like, I mean, I get it. Like, the thing is, like, I get what he's saying, but I, because like, he's just not as forward as she is. But also, like, she's like, she's literally putting her heart on a platter here. And he's just kind of like, wow, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> Oh, cool. It's honestly like on Parker's end, it's basically saying like, I love you and oh, thanks. Like, it's kind of like that. Like, yeah. Like, like Travis yeah. is just not, he's not killing it right now. It's unfortunate. No. Um, no. And he realizes this. They've been at this all night, just like waiting outside Mickey's. And he wants to attempt to like admit to Parker that he likes her or whatever, has feelings for her. And he does so as she's falling asleep outside mickey's because yeah. they're waiting outside for yeah. tickets. she's she's facing away from him and says that like yeah i never fall asleep that's why i didn't bring a pillow and uh he, he chooses this moment to bare his soul and said like do you have what he said no i didn't i didn't, like, write, I didn't it down, write it down but exactly. i just like he pretty much just says like like you know it just takes me all to get to know people blah 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 or to open up blah 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 but the truth is i'm falling i think you. i'm falling for you which this was a thing for me. He just said it. So he says it very casually. He said the same thing to Lily when they were in their weird little brief Ooh. relationship where he's like, Lily, I think I'm falling in love with you. And I'm just like, that's a, that's just like, it's just like, I feel like that's a, that's an okay thing to say to someone, but not in the first, not like, that's not how you start the relationship. You know, Travis just clearly is not a pro at this. Like, not at all. Not even a little. He, he has had the he has had the most relationship experience in the whole series compared to everyone else, and he has not gotten any better. It's yeah, it's awkward <laughs> to watch. Like especially because yeah. you know that he likes, he does genuinely like Parker. It's been evident for a couple episodes now. Yeah, and he just but can't articulate just, it well at yeah. all. So he says these feelings, and Parker has fallen asleep. Just kind of funny. Or honestly. has she? She has not. She was. She has awake. not actually fallen asleep. She just chose to not respond because that's honestly funnier for it her. Is funnier. Because I feel like she's been put in some awkward situations tonight, and this is this is her turn to roll reverse. But also, whatever. And it works. It totally works. Um, yeah. When the final moments to come get these stupid tickets arises, Travis and Parker almost kiss. But the perfect kiss, which I don't know if I would say uh, that was the perfect kiss, but I mean, I know, it's, they, you know, you can't get it all right in one go. So yeah. it almost, it doesn't even happen yet, though. They just kind of hold it off and they, they lean in and hey, yeah, tickets are available now. And everyone jumps up yeah. and they kind of tee hee hee. Maybe next time. Yeah. So that's kind of that for the most part. On the other end of this all nighter sleepover with the rest of the gang. They have this time capsule and they have like notes and secrets that they wrote on that same night and nice. they want to read the secrets out out loud live on air on RFR. Uh, Ray's secret is that he was the one who farted, of course. 
<laughs> and then they're about to read Robbie's secret. And when Ray is about to read it out loud, he realizes that on the note, they admit to Lily as a secret in the time capsule that they killed her hamster that night. And Ray is not ready to say it out loud. And he can't, uh, you know, he's embarrassed still, basically. <laughs> and Robbie... <laughs> And the whole time, even before they open up the box, he's like skeptical. He's like, "Oh God, like I remember what I wrote. Like I don't want Lily yeah. to find out." It, it seems at first because he's like, "Guys, we said we would wait ten years, and it hasn't been ten years." So he's really like against opening it. And they're just like, "Dude, whatever, who cares? Fucking chill. Like whatever, let's just do it." So we kind of, you kind of realize later on that he clear he he knows. Oh yeah, he knows the secret that's exactly. gonna about to come out. So, so when when Ray is reading it, he eats it, which is kind of fun. He eats the entire piece of paper. And Classic. so that Lily can't understand the secret or no read the secret herself. And so she's pretty upset about it, which is fair. She's like, what the fuck? Like, what's your guys' problem? Like, I want to know what you guys wrote. Uh, yeah. Eventually, though, Robbie decides to, like, spill the beans and tell her that they wanted to play with her hamster, but it escaped and ran around. Yeah. Because apparently she wouldn't, she would never let them play with the hamster because she's like, oh, you guys broke all of my stuff. Why would I trust you with my hamster? Which turns out well, yeah. she was correct. <laughs> she was very correct. Um, unfortunately, as they're trying to catch the hamster that ran out of the cage or out of their hands, I guess, uh, yeah. Ray steps and kills the hamster, unfortunately, which is really Gross. sad. Yeah. Uh, but even more graphic, though, is that they play catch with the hamster. Like... They, like, they pick it up, and then Lily's, like, coming back downstairs, so they just, like, go long, and they, like, toss the hamster to the next person, then chuck it into the cage. <laughs> it's kind of weird to watch. Um, that was. And they also let Lily then go on to sing this hamster song for the hamster to her dead hamster, and she yeah. thought it was alive the whole time. And then they cover up the whole thing for years late for years going on by finding another hamster, and Lily doesn't even realize that it wasn't her the same hamster. Yeah. Uh, so th- that just was just like in recess. Just like in recess. Just That's like exactly Speedy. True. Oh my god! Every yeah, <laughs> was that the class pet? Yeah. Too funny. That apparently existed for like sixty years or they some shit. It was that long, but they just got a new one. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Shout out recess, great show. Oh, so good. Yeah. yeah. So that's more or less. Like, well, what happens is Lily gets upset when she finds out, which rightfully so. Although she does say something like, what does she say? Just, I can never, ever, like, she's like, I'll never trust you guys ever again. Yeah, yeah, later she's like, how can I forgive you? Like, how can I ever trust you again? I don't know if I can. And then, like, she keeps, like, her big thing is, like, she just keeps going into, like, the little, um, it's, like, the, in their studio, it's, like, Travis's little oh, the, like, audio booth. box, yeah. little audio booth. She just goes in there and, like, puts her head in her hands, and it's really dramatic. I mean, right, fair enough. Like, that's... Uh, unfortunate uh, thing to hear but i feel like, like she's completely completely like justified here like i'd be if i found out years later my friends killed my hamster i'd be like the fuck is wrong with you guys <laughs> it's pretty fair i mean to be fair they were like seven but whatever anyways i know <laughs> <laughs> still yeah. uh so, so the the episode ends ends off i mean i guess she forgives them she forgives right? them what happens? and then there's one more secret little lily se- secret that she that they were going to read out but then Lily tries to eat the secret. And, well, do we even figure out the secret? Does she read it out loud? She says, oh, frick, she does say what it is. She doesn't read it out loud, but she says it. But I always thought oh, it wasn't right. the real secret. It was that she took fo- a photo of them. Oh, yeah, of them in their underwear. Super weird. Very weird. She took a Polaroid of Ray and Robbie, like, having a pillow, pillow fight fighting in their, underwear. in their underwear. They were kids, but, I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's still a little bit strange. Um... And I guess, like, Ray and Robbie are, like, embarrassed that it exists or that they, like, she invaded their privacy. 
Yeah, sure. But whatever. So then they call it even, although the hamster death is definitely more severe than that, in my opinion. Uh-huh. But whatever. They call it even. The next morning, all the gang is at school together, and Travis and Parker give everyone their trues. They're, like, hanging out together, sitting sitting real close. Yes, and they walk off holding hands, and a romance is born, and that is... Ugh. That's uh, pretty much that really that's yeah that's the episode it was kind of that one was kind of jam-packed in a way i did i really liked that one that might that one the myth the second episode we covered today might have been my least favorite i really enjoyed i agree i really enjoyed raw raw revenge in this one yeah me that too was fun so songs from this episode are uh <laughs> true's songs mostly <laughs> we had not ready to Sorry, go dude. and we had confessions so that's pretty much that but Nonetheless, that was it. And Jamie, anything else you want to add about uh, about that episode or other episodes uh, or anything? No, just like I don't know. It's just crazy. We're really we're really kind of finishing up here. Like we only have what two more. We only have a couple more episodes to record on this series, and that makes me sad. But you know, we got some fun things coming up, and exactly. I, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. It's just it's it's, it's wild because it's another one of those. I said this kind of last episode. I think where like there's things I remember happening, but they haven't happened yet. And I'm like, oh god, we're running out of episodes. When are they gonna happen? It's true. There's really not that many left. So the these I have a feeling there's not going to be too much filler going forward. Not that these ones really were, no. but I don't think there's even room for it right now. So that's yeah. definitely exciting. Um. Yeah. Anyways. Thanks, everyone, for listening again. This has been an awesome, uh, awesome episode of My Teen Inks Has a Podcast. It has been fun chatting again about Rio Free Roscoe. You can reach us at myteenangsthasapodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us at myteenangstpod on Twitter and Instagram. Also, you can find the podcast at uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all that stuff, and, of course, our anchor.fm page. And just uh, haven't mentioned it in a couple weeks, but huge shout out to Drew Fitzgerald. He is the audio engineer and songwriter for our theme song, and he edits these episodes for us, and we really appreciate it. So huge shout out to Drew. Anyways, this has been My Teen Inks as a podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Everybody take care.